Yeah, Ryan Hartley here from Always Witness today. One of the things I've done over the last couple of years is to challenge some um, conventional sayings of the world. And the one I want to tackle and reframe today is this idea of guilty pleasure. And for those of you that have truly experienced guilt, <laughs> you'll know that there is no pleasure in guilt. And everything I'm about to share over the next five minutes is something I'm still continuing to learn in. Maybe I'm still trying to piece together how I can use my learning to to help you where you are at now, right now. But it comes from the work of David Hawkins and, and the map of consciousness and, and specifically from the book Letting Go. And one of the th uh, things that I'm listening to in Letting Go is that how we can try and ascend the lower vibrational frequency states, one of which being guilt. And do you know what? Like, really pains me to hear the level of guilt that some of you experience, particularly, you know, good heart centered people. This feeling of sometimes never being able to do enough, give enough, be enough, whatever that might do. Um, and, and you know what? Sometimes the, that element of uh, give to yourself, you know, you might give to yourself once in a blue moon and then only to be riddled with guilt, whether it be mum guilt, whether it be guilt that you've not done um, a variety of different things for other people around the house or whether it's somebody else made you feel guilty. Uh, I can assure you that you know that there is absolutely no pleasure in guilt. And for many, the you know, whilst the world is fixated and wrapped up with fear, I think the spirit and energy of guilt is very much uh, equally as prevalent, but maybe less experienced because it maybe doesn't manifest its way into the world as often, because quite often guilt gets repressed. And then that repression of guilt often manifests in self, you know, self punishment this feeling of low self-worth, therefore I look after myself poorly, and that then flows through poor relationships and poor well-being, a, a spirit of tiredness, and ultimately a loss of pleasure and a loss of joy. And, and ultimately what, um, what guilt comes from is really ironic. You know, the, the guilt comes from the fact that we have started to believe the story of self rather than the truth of self. And that is, I'm going to say that one more time, that we've started to believe the story of self rather than the truth of self. And sometimes, and majority of times, that that story of self doesn't come from us. It comes from other people. It comes from the lies that have been told about us, um, to us, about who we are or who we're not, whether we're worthy, whether we're unworthy, whether we're good enough, whether we do enough, whatever that might be. That manifestation of guilt comes from the fact that we've believed the 10,000 lies that have been told about ourselves. And the ironic thing is that David Hawkins says that to release that feeling of um, condemnation from other people, we must first have to face the very thing that, you know, if you are experiencing guilt, embrace the very thing that you are probably rejecting about yourself, which is your innocence your innocence and your purity, because it is only through your innocence and your purity would it even be possible for you to believe others rather than yourself. And yet how often do many of you think that that innocence is naivety? Almost you've used that to, to punish yourself, to convince yourself um, that all of these things are true, that you are naive. But it first 
means that you just need to come back and just remember that your innocence, your your even entertaining the believing of other people at its heart is proof of the good. It's proof of your innate goodness, your innate purity. How dare somebody else take advantage of that innocence and purity? If we were talking about a child right now, you wouldn't call them naive. You'd call them pure and innocent. And you're the same. So the thing is, just become aware of, of what story that you're buying into. Maybe start to become aware of what you are actually accepting daily. The 10,000 lies that have been told about you. What do you continue to accept on a daily basis? Step one isn't all of a sudden radically becoming guilt-free. It's actually being able to separate yourself from the lies that you can now see in the light. Bring it out of the darkness into the light. Put it in front of you and go, what is it that I've subscribed to? What am I actually buying into that isn't actually mine? I didn't put there to begin with. Question it. Once you start to be able to see it, put it in front of you on a table, you can start to question it. You can start to break it apart. And once you start to break it apart, you can start to let it go. And this is where your freedom is found. Once you begin to see it for what it is, which is an attempt from others to exploit us, control us, maybe make us feel like we lack in some way so that they can take your money, maybe your energy your time, or even your loyalty. Maybe it's an attempt for others to take your services, capture your mind. Whatever it might be, it's an attempt from others to exploit you. And that simply requires you to come back to your innocence and your purity so that you may re-own your power. No longer buying into that condemnation of others. And then you experience this wonderful space that is created by being guilt-free or free of that guilt. And it creates the capacity for us to love ourselves. And how wonderful is that, right? So many people are trying to force the idea of love on self, and yet it's being met by the resistance and the barrier of, of lack of belief that we are worth it to begin with and the guilt that who am I to do this for myself? Which is why self-love is the result, is the thing that can fill the space that you have made and created by letting go of the stories that no longer are yours, the beliefs that we're no longer buying into, so rather than trying to love self harder, try and reconnect with your purity and innocence and disconnect from that with which is no longer true. Break it down, let it go, and that does a wonderful thing of giving you the greater capacity to love yourself. Being free from that guilt will bring forth a huge renewal of life force energy. And here's the wonderful thing that you can get to start to realize is that your behavior in the world may not have to change just because you become someone that is now operating out free of guilt. You can still do wonderful things for yourself and other people. But wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it feel so much better if you did that same behavior out of love rather than guilt and fear? The behavior can still look and sound and feel the same from other people. 
but wouldn't it be better if it came from love rather than guilt? Because guilt as an emotion does not serve you. It is not the best of motivators. So ask yourself this question, how would things be different if love and appreciation were your motivators instead of guilt and fear? Love for self, love for others, love for the work that you do. We know that inflicting guilt and that feeling of being wrong or low self-worth is cruel. We know it's cruel. We know that it's a, a method of torture, but it's it's deeper than that. Because when people inflict that on others, it's actually a method of self-torture. Because these beliefs that get held and bought into every single day are used then to torture oneself. That's the damning thing. That's the thing we need to step back and start to disconnect from the beliefs and the programs that, that we've been given. is because we're using what other people have been given to torture ourselves. How crazy is that? Don't judge your naivety. Just appreciate your innocence and that will start to help you reject this worldview and then trust yourself. Slowly start to become more familiar with who you truly are as you cast away to the side the things that are no longer for you. And it is the truth that will set you free. Why? Because you're letting go of all that you're not. You're letting go of that self-punishment program. And here's why the world doesn't want you to know the truth of who you are. Because in that truth, in that the truth will set you free, you no longer need anything. You need nothing. Which means that the world is not then able to sell to you. The world isn't able to manipulate you, to control you, to coerce you. You're no longer susceptible to being exploited or drained or enslaved or imprisoned or even vilified. This, my friend, is the greatest act of empowerment. No longer will you be disempowered. And I promise you it's the inward journey to that truth. It feels like coming home. It feels lighter. This awareness of the presence of love. You will be so much more aware of the presence of love within you. Not without, but within. You will realize that it was there all along. The kingdom of God is within and the truth has the power to set you free. There is no pleasure in guilt. There also is a lot of untruth in guilt, untruth of who you are. And on the daily, you are buying into that untruth. My encouragement for you is to take a step back, put it in the middle, question it, challenge it, disassemble it, let it go and see what it leaves space for you. And I promise you that will bring you closer to love for self, love for others and a spirit of coming to the world from love rather than for love. Because I guarantee to this point that coming to the world for love has never left you feeling good enough this far. That is because guilt is making you question everything about yourself. That program that other people have given you is like self-torture. That's cruel.
we know that, that we wouldn't want that on the people that we love. And I hope that this enables you to really come home to you and empower yourself forward. The truth has the power to set you free, my friends. Always love.